0: students, it's Ruby, your school counselor. In today's episode, we go into detail about the role our spirit guides, aka teachers play in our lives, and how to establish a really good connection with them. I'll be sharing all the details to ensure you understand their syllabus, you don't misinterpret their signs, or possibly fail their class. So grab your notebook, meet me in the courtyard, and let's chat. If you are new to spirituality, you probably have heard the word spirit guides sprinkled around through conversations. And those who are familiar with these OGs know that You do as you are guided and you don't throw a fit. Here at Spirit High, Spirit Guides are our teachers. At the start of each year, they present to all of their students a blank syllabus. Because honestly, writing down the rules and telling you their expectations or writing down the lessons that will be learned would be way too easy for them. I like to think of spirit guides as beings without a physical appearance to them. There are some very gifted counselors that can identify their facial features, describe their bodies, and even know their names. But for me, I can't visually see them, but oftentimes can determine if I'm working with a feminine or male energy. And the best way that I like to describe them is that they're like a gust of wind. You can sense their presence, but you can't pinpoint a body structure. And they're infinite, in my opinion. Some people would identify them as angels, but here at Spirit High, they are their own entity. There is no real attachment to them from prior lives. They are here to teach, guide, observe, and present awards or consequences, but there is no emotional connection to them. And the teachers undergo an excruciating process to be able to teach here at Spirit High, so they take their job super seriously. The Akashic Records Committee assigns only the best of the best teachers to guarantee that we not only stay in alignment and balance, but that they have all of the resources to show us lessons. They also need to have the emotional composure to watch as we go through really challenging lessons. It's not a job for everybody you can recognize spirit guides by working on the connection with the spiritual world. This means having an open mind, a clear third eye chakra, which is where the door to intuition originates from. Spending time in nature, grounding work, meditation, cleansing your energy and following angel numbers. Spirit guides love to communicate through numerology. They communicate by sending angel numbers that are three digits and repetitive numbers like 111, 333, 444. They have a specific meaning and you don't necessarily have to memorize them, but it's really important that you research them at the exact time that you are seeing them because it's most likely related to what you're doing at that time or what you're thinking about. They communicate with you by showing you repetitive signs throughout your day, like seeing symbols, lyrics, words, and the list goes on. For example, hearing a song lyric and then later that day you drive to the gas station and you look up and you see a billboard with that song lyric that's definitely a sign. Or it could be one word. Maybe you constantly see the word achieve everywhere. You look and something just clicks and it feels like, oh my gosh, that's my sign. Spirit guides cannot communicate word for word or give you direct sentences. Although there are gifted school counselors that can attune themselves to actually hear that. I communicate with them throughout my day by just looking for symbols, signs, numbers, and hearing repetitive conversations or words. The more that you acknowledge it and you don't resist it, the stronger the communication it gets. I think that teachers are here to show us our magical intuition. And one of the agreements in our spirit high contract is that our intuition would always be here. And that comes with the ability to communicate to our teachers. I believe as a child, our intuition and abilities are stronger because we are living a fantasy world until reality comes in the form of trauma, disappointments, negative emotions, real life situations, and sometimes even religious beliefs. This creates a blockage in our third eye chakra. So, The more that we work on clearing our third eye, the stronger our communication will get with our teachers. Personally, I'm an overachiever. I like to do things my own way. I don't really like a lot of guidance and think that I've been lucky enough to get assigned teachers that just know my learning style. And obviously I have been working with them for quite some time now. One of my learning styles that is very close to me is by choosing specific songs, movies, or anything to show me that I'm in alignment. And one of the most common signs that I have is the band The Cure. This band means so much to me, and in every song from them is tied to a significant point in my life. But because I choose this as my main sign, I don't intentionally put any of their songs on any of my playlists so that whenever their songs come on or they just pop up in my life, I will take it as a little cookie crumb from my teachers showing me that I'm being guided on the right path. And I'm picking up these cookie crumbs to find my way through. And those become my check marks on my homework assignments. For example, I was in Mexico for my first work retreat, and I had taken only one of my sons with me. And I was in a little bit of doubt because I didn't take my other two sons. And at that time, I was really pushing for my career as a healer and I was a single mom. There was so much fear within me because I didn't know if this was the best decision financially or was I choosing career over kids. There was just so much judgment at that time as well because I was making such an intense decision. I mean, traveling cross country and taking my son for work and it was just, there's a lot internally going on. So I was in my aunt's room in her house and I was watching TV. TV. She has like this old school TV that only has four or five channels. And obviously everything's in Spanish. And there was a Spanish cartoon on that I had for my son playing. And in one of the scenes, there was a TV in the background of that scene. And all of a sudden, the Cure music video came on, on that scene. And I was shocked. I was like, what's happening? Is somebody here watching all of this? Like, what are the odds of the cure coming on? What are the odds of it coming on in a Spanish cartoon? It just was so intense. I stopped what I was doing. And in that moment, I knew that that was my teacher's giving me that check mark on my assignment, saying, you know, Ruby, you are where you are meant to be. And this was the right decision for you at this time. You're good. You're fine. You know, everything's going to be okay. And you need to stop stressing. Like that is what this sign meant for me. I started crying and I just felt so happy because I felt like all of the stress just left my body and I could finally breathe. I think that's why having these teachers in our life is not only amazing, but it's so important to understand their role because I could have gone through that entire experience with a negative mindset. And when this happened, this was at the very beginning of the week. So I still had some time there and I still had to work and I, could have totally changed my energy and felt guilty the whole time and doubted my decision to be there. But after seeing that sign, I was in a whole different mindset. I was elevated and felt so embraced and supported more than anything. I felt like there was somebody there holding my hand saying, this is the way. This was the validation that I needed for me to be of service as a school counselor. And continue with my work. I have a role as a school counselor and it's really difficult for me to go to students or my colleagues to share my fears, thoughts because we have certain guidelines. And when I feel that guidance at that moment for my teachers, I feel like wow, this is what I needed at this time. Sometimes those signs don't come so frequently. They may take some time. That's when I feel tested the most and probably slacking on my assignments. And that's because life just gets very comfortable or you start to figure out your teacher's routine and you try to work the system. So if you're not seeing signs right away or very often, it could be two things. One you're really missing the assignments, you're not doing the homework and probably skipping class, or two, you're on top of your assignments that your teachers aren't going to ask you for the answers because they already know you know the answers. They may not even properly grade your essay because they know you have been putting in the work. They see you doing the extra credit. They see you helping other students in class. They're just really good at observing and monitoring our intentions. So if you do, don't see the signs frequently, that's because you don't need them. They're too busy focusing on other students. So how do you figure out which side you're on? You ask yourself, am I where I need to be or am I slacking? Well, you know where you are meant to be because When you're slacking, it's almost like when you're about to crash from your morning cup of coffee, you're jittery and your eyes are wandering around. There's no sense of stillness. And there's also this feeling of denial. You say things like, I can't believe I'm not seeing any signs. I know I'm connected. I mean, I went to the park yesterday. I should be grounded already. I should be seeing all the check marks on my assignments, but You become this nagging student coming to class and is like, why is my teacher giving me just a check mark and not a happy face? And when you know you are where you're meant to be, you can just feel it. You feel intuitively connected and there's this beautiful energy to it. So the best way I like to practice my patience in waiting for these check marks and seeing how can I wait for them by spending time reconnecting to the class to begin with. It's figuring out what class I'm in and what is my teacher assigning and do I need to read things over again and analyze and see how I can ask for guidance guidance. I usually do this by doing an inventory of my life to see how I'm feeling on my projects, career, money, friendships, my health, my mental health, my personal growth, and how I'm being of service to others. And if all of those don't feel right, or just two areas feel off, I can reflect on it. For example, if I can see that I'm excelling in career, but I'm not really talking to friends, then I'll make a mental note of where I can potentially be missing that assignment. So that would be a friendship connection lesson. Then I'll dig a little deeper and really think, okay, where am I misaligned here? Why am I not connecting to individuals? Is it because everybody in my circle is very negative? Maybe everybody is just gossiping or their topics of conversations are celebrity drama and other people. Then the lesson is how do I work with that? How can I get better than just avoiding them? And I think of action steps I can take, like, do I need to have heart-to-heart conversations with people to say, hey... I'm sorry, I'm very distant, but it just seems like every time we talk, our conversations always lead to some form of negativity and I don't feel like that's benefiting me in my life. Or maybe I need to really analyze my connections and be honest to myself and say, why do I make it so inviting for people to feel like there is a platform for gossip? Is it because I'm gossiping? And have I always been that person that initiates those conversations? And if so, then I need to take accountability and I need to change my form of conversations. I need to work on how I direct the conversations. And as I start to improve, I'll start to see the check marks on my assignments because I've now understood the assignment and there is now work in progress it may not mean that I have an A plus right away but my teachers are now seeing that I'm in class again and I'm participating and I'm mentally preparing myself for pop quizzes and tests that I know are going to come there's always so much road mapping to your path and alignment and I think that's part of our job as students it would be so nice if our teachers just handed out a syllabus at the beginning of the year, and we could read through everything and have an understanding of how much work is going to be required in the lessons, and see what people I'm going to have to work with. But we aren't in a regular high school. This is Spirit High. This comes with the territory, and you can't sit in class and be upset at your teacher because you have blank pages stapled together titled syllabus and. And take it up to the principal and try to demand a change. This is just how the school works. You're not going to change any of that. That's just their protocols. You are the one writing that syllabus. Every time you're going through a lesson and connecting with your teachers and you are learning what is good behavior, you're learning how often you are getting these lessons, that's when those blank pages start to get filled up by your work. I like to connect with my teachers a lot through journaling. I know that they can read our minds and they can foresee everything, but I like to journal to them when I'm really at a loss or I'm really trying to understand a lecture in the class. My style of communication is through writing. I just feel that sitting down and writing an honest letter to my teachers and saying, guys, I don't know where I was last semester and I don't know where I'm at right now. And I just need some clarification on a few things like, am I in the right class? And am I missing any assignments? uh, Am I in need of a tutor or do I need any help? Because I feel like I'm doing great, but my actual circumstances aren't really showing that. I mean, I study and I turn in my assignments and then my test comes back and I see a C minus and I was shooting for an A. I'm going to want to figure out what's going on. When I get all my questions down on paper, I feel like it gives my teacher time to look through their paperwork and gather as much information to come back to me and validate how I'm feeling and give me resources. I feel like doing this all at once is proactive and respectful of their time. I like to have these mental check-ins and I think it's a healthy place to be in because you are working on your communication and your style of communication may look different than mine. Sometimes you may just be crying on the bathroom floor and saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm over this bullshit. Like your spirit guides know when you've had enough and they're really good at observing. Our teachers watch how often you repeat the lessons and see your efforts. They grade you on a point system. The most common example I can give you that I often hear is, why do I always attract cheaters? I will say in all the sessions that I have done in my past years, this is the most common topic. It isn't that you have an attraction for this type of person, but it's a class you have been in and out of for quite some time. Sometimes I hear people that say, well, I've already done so much healing. I don't understand why this is happening to me again. And then I ask them, well, what do you think of your ex that just cheated on you? And they'll be like, I fucking hate him. He did me so wrong. I could care less about what happens to him. I've healed and I've moved on. That is the answer of somebody who is going to repeat the class again. I guarantee it because that person has not learned appropriately. They didn't pass that class of infidelity and boundaries There's so many lessons in that particular class of cheating. And this person has to learn to come out of the situation with neutral energy and compassion for themselves, the cheater and the third person and the entire situation as a whole. There's this neutral energy that is very calming and it surrounds you when you have healed from a very traumatic situation. And the teachers can read through the bullshit. They know if you cheated on the assignment yourself. They know if you half asked a homework assignment. They know if you completed it the night before. I mean, they know everything. So if this was a year project where you had the whole year to learn discovering infidelity, how to handle infidelity, how to handle your boundaries and respect. I mean, this is a long project and you're going to be coming out of it like it's no big deal. I mean, you clearly did not read all of the instructions and have to do this project all over again. Now, because this connection is off to the side, it wouldn't be the same if you had to redo this assignment with them. You can't just go and erase all your answers and write over it. It looks messy. So you're going to have to redo it all over again and start from the beginning with a new partner or connection. So now that you have a real understanding of how your teachers work. I hope that you take some time to communicate with them and write down your signs, your worries, and just have an honest conversation with them and really just get to know them so that you can continue to pass your classes and not have to repeat it and become a super senior in that class. Thank you so much for sitting with me and listening. It feels really good to be supported by like-minded students who are always open-minded to this world that I'm so very attached to. So thank you.